Welcome everyone to the Happy Hustle Podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Jack, lifestyle entrepreneur, professional model slash actor, biohacker, and eco-warrior striving to make a positive impact on this planet. My goal is to inspire, educate, and entertain you while reminding you to enjoy the journey, not just the destination, as you happy hustle for a life of passion and purpose. I am so grateful and humbled to be spending some time together today. Now, let's dive in. What is up, you beautiful happy hustlers out there? Kerry Jack here, and I hope you're having an amazing day. Staying grateful, staying positive, and just enjoying this very moment right in front of you. Now, in this episode of the Happy Hustle Podcast, we are talking about the cannabis game and actually how to get paid to be yourself. And it is a highly engaging episode, pun intended, with experiential marketing maven and storyteller, podcast host, and founder and CEO of Casually Baked. I'm talking about Joanna Nudig. And this episode is is actually quite hilarious. She's the founder of MJ Skin, which is a herbaceous skincare company, and it just launched its first awesome product, MJ Relief. She is also the founder and host of the Casually Baked podcast, that's podcast, and lifestyle and media company focusing on cannabis for wellness, which was founded back in 2015 to showcase the responsible side of cannabis and its enhancements of everyday experiences. She engages with an active audience from cannabis newbies to veterans looking for targeted information with healthy living options. Now, she's actually done over 150 plus episodes of Casually Baked, the podcast, and has a TV show in the works and awesome YouTube channel. So you guys got to check out casuallybaked.com. But back in her prior career, she was a experiential marketing maven working in the media and, and, you know, TV and film and radio space and engaged in tons of customer engagement programs with professional sports teams, media, real estate, concert and lifestyle tours. So she's got a very wide array of knowledge from both the corporate background and to the cannabis world. And it's a super interesting conversation of how she went on this journey of maybe, you know, not as aligned in her soul uh, in this corporate world and then made a pivot, moved to Italy, found some introspection and then came back to the States and went through this whole journey of being this this influencer, this uh, voice in the cannabis space. So I think you'll get a lot of value in, in listening to Joanna and her story. And I know which she's got a ton of one-liners <laughs> all around the, the pot world. And I just, I thought it was hilarious. She's, she's really a, a, a happy hustler through and through. And, and I think you'll get value, um, not only just in regards to like breaking down stereotypes in the, in the cannabis industry, but also just like entrepreneurial, just gold is dropped here. So definitely want to listen to the end and check out casuallybaked.com. And if you do get some value, share it with a friend, please. That would be so awesome. And if you could leave a five-star review, that's how we continue to share this message with the world. Now, Before we dive in, a quick word from our sponsors. Real quick, guys, I just want to give a huge shout out to this episode's sponsor, Therasage, which makes some of the world's greatest full-spectrum infrared red light healing products. And right now, they're doing a 12 weeks of Christmas giveaway where you can actually enter to win one of their saunas. And let me tell you, I love their saunas. I have one. My family has one. Steph loves it. I use it a couple times a week to help burn calories, detoxify the body, decrease inflammation, so many benefits. And you can actually win one for free if you just go to therasage.com t-h-e-r-a-s-a-g-e.com enter to win and then you'll also get a 20% off discount code that you can use for anything on their website so not only do you get to sign up to potentially win a free sauna you can actually get 20% off. So you can get a heating pad, you can get a Thera Air, a portable ozone module, you can get a atomizer essential oil diffuser, you can get a, a water pitcher. They got so many awesome products. I highly recommend checking out therasage.com. Sign up for potentially you know, a free sauna giveaway and then get a 20% discount code in the process. So check them out. That's therasage.com. And uh, I highly recommend jumping on this because 
because this uh, Christmas giveaway is not going to last forever. All right, let's get back to this episode. Peace and love. One more thing, guys. If you want to reduce your stress levels and feel more relaxed and happier and at peace, heck, that's why you're listening to the Happy Hustle podcast, right? Then you want to check out this awesome supplement called Magnesium Breakthrough because I partnered with the awesome folks at Bioptimizers to bring you this supplement at a discounted rate. It helps to sleep faster and deeper and it boosts your immune system while maintaining a normal heart rhythm. And the reason I take Magnesium Breakthrough is because it is the most complete formula that includes naturally derived forms of seven supplemental magnesiums with no synthetic additives or preservatives. And what I really love about Bioptimizers is they stand behind their products and they do a full Money back guarantee within 365 days of your purchase. So you literally have nothing to lose and everything to gain with this supplement, especially if you want to reduce that cortisol and get more peace in your life while just increasing that levels of deep relaxation and ultimately sleeping better. So you guys can get this hookup on Bioptimizers Magnesium Breakthrough by going to bioptimizers.com backslash happy. That's B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S.com backslash happy. Save yourself 10%, get the hookup, and it comes with that money back guarantee so you have nothing to lose and everything to gain. All right, guys, let's get back to this episode. All right, Joe, welcome Hi. to the Happy Hustle podcast, my friend. I am super stoked to connect. Yes, thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Yeah, I mean, this is going to be a fun one. And this is a little bit, uh, you know, out of my the, the ordinary realm of, of happy hustlers that I bring on. But I thought it was super timely, first and foremost. And second of all, I thought, you know, you are a happy hustler. You are the founder <laughs> of Casually Baked, a cannabis lifestyle brand and host of Casually Baked podcast, which <laughs> I mean, there's going to be some hilarious weed one-liners in this episode. That's and right. not to mention, you, you're formulating your own skincare products all around you know, ca the cannabis world. But you have this robust history also in like the corporate world and like radio and media and marketing. So it's so cool to see how you're actually getting paid to be yourself in this cannabis industry and have become an influencer in that space and a connector too. And I, and I definitely see you as a happy hustler. So I thought it'd be fun to rock the mic, bring you on and, uh, you know, learn more. So before we get into all that good stuff, Joe, let's talk about one thing that not too many people know about you. Hmm. I would say probably that my very first job was as a ranch hand. Um, I grew up out on a ranch in the middle of West Texas and I have four sisters. And so because there were no boys around, us girls got put to work early. So I can drive a tractor. I know how to build fence. I can work cows. I can ride horses, pick watermelons, you name it. Like Love I rolled it. up my sleeves and got it done. Oh man, that's great. <laughs> I, I honestly think every person should have to live on a farm slash ranch for at least like three months in their life. It would just, oh my gosh, yes. You know, like the school of life just brought to you by an old farm couple or ranch couple <laughs> who just puts you through the ringer, shows you how good you got it, you know? Well, and also shows you that, uh, I'm sorry, we don't have anybody that can fix this. You got to learn how to fix stuff. You got to be a doer. You yeah. can't just call somebody. A repairman doesn't just show up out in the country. Yeah, so true. It's it's a great lesson. And that's so cool. I, I know we have that in common, just growing up in rural areas and, and the value of hard work and, and having discipline and a, a blue collar mindset to not only, you know, ranch life, but also, you know, the entrepreneur world. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times I think that is one of my differentiating factors to being successful is having that blue collar work ethic and, and just getting her done, you know, and 100%. I think you got the same. <laughs> yes. hundred percent. Yeah. That's so cool. So, so Joe, talk to us a little bit about your backstory. Like give us, you know, the talking points, will you, of what life was like for Joe and, and kind of what brought you to now your, you know, adult career? Yeah. Well, when I was growing up, I knew what I wanted to be immediately. Like I did, there wasn't any going to college and general studies. Let's figure it out. I wanted to be the next Barbara Walters. 
Like <laughs> I was getting my broadcasting degree. I was going to be telling stories, talking to world leaders, making them cry. Like, you know, I had it all planned out. And so I went to college. I was on a half academic, half athletic scholarship. So you played you know, basketball, I right? I played basketball. Yeah. And then I was also the sports anchor for our newscast. I was a feature editor for my school paper. And so from the jump, I was, I was just in it. I was doing things. And then I graduated quickly, four years with honors. I'm all of a sudden a 21-year-old who looked like I was 16 years old. <laughs> and nobody would hire me. You still me. do. <laughs> <laughs> What's your secret? A lot of pot? Lots of pot. I've never been married and no kids. I, th I think right now that's all I could say. Yeah. But I just, I was having trouble getting a job and I was very qualified to do the things I was wanting to do. But so I had to go work for a temp agency and I was like, you know, grinding away being a, you know, an executive assistant for a man that owned a logistics company. Well, I would have never thought of myself being there. And then when I did finally get an opportunity at a broadcasting job, they're like, mm, you're going to have to start running the teleprompter and we're going to pay you $8.50 an hour. And I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> so then I went into sales and then I was able to leverage my interest and experience in sports to work with um, CBS Sports Radio. And so what I thought was going to be this like super straight trajectory to becoming Barbara Walters, I ended up going on this crazy journey where I've worked in the logistics industry. I've worked in commercial real estate. I've worked for a marketing company where I traveled um, with the PGA Tour and the NFL, putting oh, wow. together experiential marketing programs to turn around and sell subscriptions to XM Satellite Radio or, you oh, know, cool. or sell MasterCards or whatever. Yeah. So, you know, I... I took this winding path and I kept finding all of my friends quickly moving up the ladder in their careers where they had stayed, stayed stable. And then now all of a sudden they're in the C-suite and I'm just like, oh my gosh, what have I done? Like, I, I think I did this wrong. <laughs> and I had found myself being the marketing director for a big real estate developer. I had six brands that I was responsible for. My social calendar was packed. I was working like 60 hours a week and all I wanted to do was escape my own life. Mm. And I just thought, okay, I've picked the wrong dream, but I'm young enough to hit reset and figure this out again. So I had, there had been a, a friend of mine who had been my mentor in radio. I sold um, radio advertising for six years. I was a hundred percent commission salesperson. Oh, wow. So I tell people I can sell air. I can do anything. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, Sales. That's a valuable <laughs> skill to have too. Yes. So my friend who had been my mentor, he was getting ready to retire. Him and his wife had all of these plans and he found out that he had lung cancer and was gone within the year. Mm -hmm. And I just thought, okay, I'm not looking at life the right way. There's, I shouldn't wait till the end of my life to live my life the way I want to live my life. So I ended up quitting my job, giving, a, I gave them a two months notice and found my replacement like any good employee does. <laughs> and I gave away all of my things and I took a midlife retirement to Bologna, Italy with the goal of figuring out what in the world would it look like to get paid to be myself? And I stayed high <laughs> <laughs> and meditated and wrote and, you know, journaled a lot. And I spent a lot of time um, in the kitchen. I cooked three meals a day. I went to a lot of dinner parties. So it was just like food and dialogue and just like nurturing these ideas that I had. And at the end of 16 months, the, the answer was to get back to the States, get back to Texas buy a car and drive out to California and figure it out. Like mm -hmm. I knew that I needed to be in California and that was all I needed to know at that mm -hmm. point. <laughs> and so in 2015, 2014, maybe I, um, I moved out to um, Sonoma County, California 
the wine country was the closest thing to Italy I could find in the United States. Yep. And I slept on someone's couch that I knew and helped them tend to their garden. And I trimmed pot to make some money and to make connections. And I figured out that the hole in the industry was in education. Mm. And I started doing my homework and, and organizing all of like the cannabis 101 information that I felt like a newbie needed to know yeah. to accept my lifestyle because that was part of the problem. I felt like I was having to hide who I was and cannabis is my co-pilot. And I'm like, if I can't tell you who my co-pilot is, like we can't be friends, like we can't be cool. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was just a way for me to reach out outside of my cannabis bubble and introduce what the modern cannabis culture looks like and show people what my highly responsible lifestyle is that, you know, I called myself a functional stoner, but stoner has that negative connotation. So yeah. that's why I was like, okay, well then I'm casually baked. Yeah. And so, you know, for me, I started calling myself a cannabis lifestyle guide. I totally made that shit up. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm like, that's how you get paid to be yourself. Yeah. So I've been doing that ever since. I filed for my um, DBA on October 30th, 2015, and I haven't looked back. Oh, that's so awesome, Joe. Yeah. I mean, whether, you know, the happy hustlers out there listening are into the cannabis game or not, I think they can appreciate that journey, that that arc of, okay, I'm I'm going down this path and I've maybe drifted from my true alignment, you know, where I, mm -hmm. I my soul really craves the impact that I really want to make, the life that I really want to live. So what you do, you you went and you got away. You went to Italy to yeah. like really do some reflection, some introspection, and you figured mm -hmm. out the next step, which was to go to California. Mm -hmm. And the next step, you know, research the industry and figure out the whole, okay, you saw there was a hole in education in the pot, you know, world and, and they just were lacking some, you know, education. So you filled that gap, you found a, a problem in the market mm -hmm. and you built your business around, you know, solving that problem. And I think that's really how simple business can be. All the happy hustlers listening right now can, can identify a problem in a particular niche that they feel called to serve, you know, and, and that's really what it comes down to. And I think it's so beautifully done. Like how you just, you made that the priority, you focused on it and here you are now with casually baked. So talk to us a little bit now, speaking of casually baked, like talk to us what it has become and, and some of those different, um, you know, mediums and, and ways you serve you know, the, the casually bakers or whatever you call them. <laughs> what do you call them? Like casually baked tribe. There you go. Casually yeah. baked tribe. <laughs> so, you know, it started out with me creating this, I called it the cannabis class kit. And so it was a resource guide. It was, um, you know, I called them be well one sheet. So, you know, something just snapshot of information on migraines and cannabis or, um, you know, movement disorders and cannabis or, you know, women or whatever. So all the different things I felt like people had issues or questions around how could I easily create this information? Well, I created it, but like we have learned, our attention span these days is short to none. <laughs> yeah. And so while I thought creating this almost like Cliff's Notes version of cannabis, they still weren't reading that. So then I had to, I took that information and I created snack size videos for everyone. I'm like, all right, well then here's your little cannabis Scooby snack. And I learned that that, that worked better. People appreciated having that, you know, digital cannabis class, but more than anything, I realized that people needed to see themselves in that space. Mm. And so how, how are people just like me incorporating cannabis into their lives in a meaningful way? And that's when I was like, Joanna, you have a degree in broadcast journalism and you should just plug a microphone into your laptop and see what this podcasting thing is all about. Mm. And I realized that by doing that, I invited people into dialogue with me. And I started getting 
really long letters, longer letters than I've ever received from a lover, <laughs> from men and women who had real questions and you know wanted to just tell me their whole story. And my dad always told me, you know, Joanna, you have a gift for touching people's hearts by telling stories. And it just, I, I feel that every single day, you know, the, I had a letter I got yesterday and this woman is telling me about the situation with her father's health and that her mother is not okay with cannabis. And she was like, if anybody can help my family, it's you. And I'm just like, yes, I will help your family. Like, let's do this. Mm. And so it feels really good to have transitioned just from like creating some product, you know, mm -hmm. some something, but to turn my business into a service, yeah. you know, I mean, it's, I started out this podcast three years ago and it truly was an act of service and a, an experiment, yeah. you know, creative but, passion project as many of them yes, start. <laughs> yes. But now I just feel like I can't not do this. This means something to way more people than me now. Mm. And I think that's an important thing for entrepreneurs is like, you know, when you're, when you are getting paid to be yourself, you are going to work harder, but it's through the passion and the love and the drive and the commitment versus I have to get this shit done. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so true. I mean, a lot of people start off probably for the freedom in terms of finances, right? Like they're mm -hmm. like, okay, I want to, and, and I just talked to Dave Ruel about this, um, author of Done by Noon and Multi-Million Dollar Entrepreneur. And he was like, you know, people crave three different freedoms. They crave financial freedom, time freedom, and creative freedom, you know? And creative freedom is what you're talking about, which yes. is like, you're doing now the podcast, this casually baked podcast that you have that, you know, gets downloaded thousands of times in places all over the world, helping people understand cannabis and how it can be beneficial to their everyday life. Mm -hmm. And now it's bigger than you. It's, it's bigger than even your message. It's, yeah. it's a, it's a movement. And I think uh, that's what is so cool about, you know, creating something of meaning and happy hustling, you know, your own dream reality, because it, it starts out potentially as like, okay, I'm just going to put my own oxygen mask on first, take care of myself. Yeah. But then you realize the true fulfillment comes when you serve others. So yes. great points there. And the other thing too, is like, you know, the skincare line, yeah. that's my like, okay, I need mailbox money mm -hmm. that will give me the time freedom Mm -hmm. So that my creative freedom can be, you know, I, I want to write a children's book. I want to mm -hmm. do this. So, you know, it's like I you play with the different, you know, foundational pillars of your business to create those three types of freedoms for yourself, I think. Mm, for sure. I think what you touched on is, you know, you have this whole line of products you know, based around CBD and, and the cannabis world, I'm, I'm interested to kind of dive into your process, you know, and how you formulated those. But the well, point is- Well, my best friend's a PhD formulation scientist. So oh, well, there I you just go. told her what <laughs> I wanted and then she did that. <laughs> well, that, that, that's, uh, that's a great friend to have. Yes, it <laughs> so, is. Yeah. Yeah. So, but the point is what your mind is essentially saying, I need scalable income that I can automate in order to fulfill my passion. Yes. My, and, you know, you can also get fulfillment from creating those products because, you know, they actually help people. So if you guys are out there listening to this thinking, well, I want to write a children's book or have any other type of, you know, creative project, if it's an online course or a video series or a TV show or a movie, but you need to fund it. You need to have one foot, you know, on the floor, and not the whole head in the sky. And you need to really think about, okay, how can I make money and fund this project? And I think Tom Billy, you from impact there, he said this really well, and it stuck with me. He said, if you want to control the art, you have to control the resources. Yes. A and, thousand percent. Right. That. And, and that's for me, I know I'm going to star 
and write and direct and produce my own whole film series. Like that's already a goal in my mind and I've already been writing the screenplay and it's coming to fruition, but I know I want to control the resources because I want to control the art. So you're doing the same. You want to control, you know, the art of your creative flow. So you got to control the resources. And that's, I think, a beautiful lesson that one in which I just wanted to share. So talk to us, Joe. Let's get into a little bit more of like the nuts and bolts of this business, this uh, skincare line and, and um, topical creams. Talk to us a little bit about the inspiration behind it and now what where it is at. Okay. So right now we're just about to launch. And so we're starting with one product. Um, the name of the company is MJ Skin. Um, it's a little bit of a play on, you know, marijuana, Mary Jane, in case we want to move from the hemp CBD world over into cannabis. But my bestie's name is Monica and I'm Joe. So um, MJ Skin started out as me trying out every topical that I could get my hands on. And I'm a little bit OCD. So the tactile thing, like I can't stand to put something on and then still feel it on my skin. Um, I also use the muscle rub a lot. I use it on my neck and shoulders where I carry most of my tension. And then I'm constantly on a keyboard, either editing or producing media. And so the carpal tunnel issues, um, you know, sometimes I would just, my fingers would stop working. Like I mm. just, they wouldn't work anymore. So I was using a lot of this stuff. And I knew the things that I wanted in them, in the products that I wasn't seeing. And I, you know, I would take something to my massage therapist and she would have to use almost a whole jar oh, because wow. it didn't hardly move across the skin. So I just was like, okay, I need something that's got great glide. I don't want to smell like, you know, mentholatum. Uh, you know, I, I don't want to smell like tiger balm all day long. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I, you know, I, and also I'm allergic to cannabis, strangely enough. Really? So, yes. You and tell I me, Joe, <laughs> host of the podcast, <laughs> Casually Baked, is allergic to yes. cannabis. What? Yes, I know. <sighs> so when I smoke or handle cannabis, I immediately get a runny nose. I'll sneeze a little bit. Um, when I was trimming pots, um, I had a bunch of it in the room I was staying in. And I woke up the next morning and my eyes were swollen shut. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So what I what happens with topicals is, you know, they put like a thousand milligrams of CBD in something and, you know, like coconut oil. And then they sell it for a bazillion dollars to you. Yeah. Well, that much CBD on my skin gives me a huge rash and makes mm. me itch like crazy. So it was, how can we use less of the active ingredient, but pair it with a bunch of other ingredients that also have pain relieving, anti-inflammatory, skin soothing properties. And so that's where I needed Monica to help me pull that off. And then I, my massage therapist, her name's Drea. I call her Dr. Dre. Yeah. And so we pulled Dr. Dre into the mix and would, you know, I would test, we would test stuff out. And, you know, the, your massage therapist, if they're rubbing something on you for an hour, hour and a half, they're going to tell you if the smell is overwhelming or mm. if, it, you know, so she helped us. We fine tuned the scent. We fine tuned the glide. And now we have um, MJ Relief is the name of the product. Mm. And as far as I'm concerned, it's the best muscle rub on the market. Mm, love it. And where yeah. could people go to get that, that MJ Relief? Because I know I want to try some. Um, well, yeah. So MJSkinRelief.com is okay. the website. And hopefully as of today, fingers crossed, merchant services. Yeah. I can't make money until I can take money. Yeah. So hopefully that's all set up. In the interim, though, I have a little um, form that if somebody came to the website and merchant services isn't turned on just yet, they can say, hey, send yeah. me a message. I want to buy some stuff. Yeah. Gotcha. That's yeah. awesome. And yeah, and I think... You know, I, I personally use a CBD like salve. I, I, I can totally agree. Like I've used a ton of different salves and, and, and skin relief creams from Tiger Balm to BioFreeze to Arnica yeah. to, you know, all sorts of different CBD products. And 
there's always something that like kind of turns me off from like mm -hmm. ordering it again and again, yeah. you know, so I can, I can definitely, it's a science, you know, yeah. so getting well, and the other thing I had, I use it here. So as someone who, and you might know, you're this, pointing to your from, face for those. To my, oh yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So when I'm smiling all the time, you know, when you talk, you can hear a smile in your voice. So I'm constantly smiling. So my face will start hurting. Mm. <laughs> and so I rub it on my face. Well, you know, biofreeze. Oh, yeah. That shit's painful. Oh, so, I've you got know, it on the old balls before. And let me tell you, <laughs> yeah. cried like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, you know, you it's got to be something that you can put anywhere and it'd be okay. And so I'm like, okay, I use this on my face, my neck. It's near my nose. I don't want my face to tingle off. I don't, you know, I, and I don't want to smell like an old lady. Yeah. Nothing wrong with all <laughs> you beautiful older women out there smelling. You're like roses. Yeah. But, but my grandma, my yeah. grandma used to put the, you know, the mint ladle <laughs> under your nose and yeah. stuff. I hear you. But Joe, I want to talk about some, some actual like strategies that you've used to help you step into your own power, like to own your personality. Cause I feel like confidence has to be at an all time high to really take that leap or at least yes. to the point where you can push past the fear to put yourself out there. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, you know, there might be some happy hustlers out there who are like, I want to get paid to be myself. I want to you know, be unapologetically me and build a life and business around it. I'm just afraid that imposter syndrome, that, that fear, that compare and despair looking at, you know, Kimmy over here or, or little John or whatever, not, not <laughs> yay, a little John, but just like, fake okay. Name. okay. <laughs> but I'm, I'm just saying, how, how can we push past that that fear, that imposter syndrome and, and step into the confidence to really own who we are and to start, you know, charging yeah, for it. Absolutely. I think part of it is this, the solo exploration, you know, the willingness to be out on your own and to, to be away from the crowd, to be away from the, the popular idea and concept. Like, for me, the best gift I ever gave myself was moving away from everybody I knew to a country where I didn't even speak the language and I knew no one. Yeah. You know, like putting yourself in that situation where it's not a question of can you, it's like you have no choice. Yeah. You know, and so before I made that transition, I would be up in a in a, a meeting in a boardroom. And there would be 12 people I'm speaking to, and I would get that super nervous feeling, that quiver in my voice, that not feeling, that imposter syndrome. But when I moved back to the U.S. from living in Italy, I'm not afraid to talk to anybody. I am not afraid to ask anybody for any thing. <laughs> I love it. And truly, it was putting myself in that super like stretch the rubber band out as far as you go. And when you get comfortable there and you let it go, your momentum is going to have you soaring. Mm, that's a great point. I can 100% resonate with that because I've lived, you know, 10 months in Barcelona, Spain after, you know, knowing no one there and nine months in Bangkok and about five months in Rio and like traveling around each of those different countries and, and countries are in continents. I totally think that educating yourself and pushing out of your comfort zone through travel is one of the best ways to own your full power. And I also feel that like I can talk with anyone and then just mm -hmm. be real and know that what I have to say is, you know, valuable and, and, or at least I think it is, uh, you know, but it's like, I don't feel that even if, and this was some good advice I got from one of my mentors was treat your friends like celebrities and celebrities like your friends. And I've met I like that. tons of just ridiculously famous people from, you know, Lady Gaga to Will Ferrell to everyone in between and, and like big name 
you know, entrepreneurs and, and people who are just starting out. And I treat them all the same. And with that respect, with that empathy, with that love. And, and I think that is what just allows you to step into your full true self. So and also having a willingness to explore other cultures yeah, and to find out, you know, there's way more than one perspective on everything. And so being able to live somewhere else where women feel differently about their role in life or, you know, how they're treated or the types of jobs they go for. Like I learned so much about being a woman on a global level by, you know, being friends with women all over the world and in their situations and, and what life looks like for them. So being able to then bring that back and, and be of service to the world, knowing that there's this Rolodex of perspectives mm. and mine is not the only one. Mm. Yeah, that's a good point. And I think you have a unique perspective too. just being, now in like a completely different industry than where you were, you know, like this mm -hmm. big media, you know, corporate environment now to the cannabis world, you know, oh, yeah. and I, I know there's, what do you see as some of those unique lessons that you could distill from both? Oh, well, I find that anyone who comes from a corporate setting if you want to be in the cannabis space, bring your skill set over. Yeah. Like we need corporate people. We need people that understand structure and who understand the importance of showing up to meetings on time and of taking good notes and of, you know, not smoking three joints during the meeting. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. these sorts of things, that's really valuable. Yeah. So, you know, we need all of the things just like every other industry. And, you know, like when I was 21 years old, just graduated from college and I had to get that job with the logistics company that is serving me now. Mm -hmm. The knowledge that I learned because I'm dealing with shipping products, you know, across the country and and how it all works. And, you know, so any kind of skill set outside of cannabis is completely needed and used in the cannabis space. So that's, you know, one thing just for any happy hustlers that like to get casually baked. Yeah, right. But also, you know, my media and marketing background has made it where I have been able to build a company and a brand by being one person with, you know, my board meetings are in the shower every morning. And, <laughs> right. you know, like, I'm like, oh, I have an idea. And it's like, great, you can do that. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's being able to be able to be dynamic mm -hmm. and move quickly and make decisions and put out a product and content that is sharp and professional. Mm -hmm. um, you know, th those things have served me well. Yeah, I think those are great points. And, and just realizing now, wherever you're at in your journey, those skills that you've been accruing will relate in some capacity. It's all experience. Yes. Yeah. I don't think there's true mistakes. I think there's just lessons yes. and, and you can learn and apply it to whatever you're doing in the past, you know, or, or in the future. And, and for you, I, I think to your point, being an entrepreneur and being sometimes, you know, a smaller company, like, uh, so somewhere between one and 10, I think gives you the flexibility in the, the nimble nature to pivot, to implement, to mm -hmm. make ideas. I don't want a massive company. I know I don't. I have a great yeah. team of people who support me to share the message, to share the products. I outsource to other awesome mm -hmm. companies to help me produce things to, you know, get my books and courses and, and masterminds. But I don't want, you know, like yes. thousands of employees for, for at least a happy hustle for my other company, sustainable breakthroughs with my brother. We, we plan on making it a more, um, traditional, we, if you will, a little more traditional. It's going, it's a B corporation. Oh, nice. So, you know, we we're very much focused on using the power of the workforce and the collective to just expand the mission. Mm -hmm. However, I know for 100% certainty, the happy hustle is 
baked into my lifestyle, pun intended. And I don't want my business to dictate my lifestyle, but my lifestyle to dictate my business. You yes, know, I and feel that, that. Yeah, that's the truth. And I think the happy hustlers can relate, you know. Totally. So, yeah. I mean, when I was growing up, school was my safe space. And I thrived at school. And mm. then I went to college four years. I was like, I've had enough school. Yeah. And my life became my master's program, mm. so to speak. All my friends, they stayed in school, get the master's, maybe a PhD, whatever. But, you know, for me, it was talking to strangers, traveling, you know, staying curious. I mean, life in general has been my educational roadmap. And if you, you know, when you're in it and you're at a place where you're having to make a decision, you know, it's like, I believe that whatever decision we make is the exact right decision. Cause then at the end of your life, when you zoom out, you're like, Oh my God, what a beautiful roadmap for life. Like yeah. I would never knew that all of this would happen, but every one of these things was important to get me to where I am. And so I think a lot of it is just allowing yourself to be in the flow and just, you know, make a yes, a hell yes, and a no, a hell no, and go with it. Mm, preach it, sister. Love it. <laughs> Let's talk about some tangible happy hustle acts. And I, and I think this is a part where usually you know, when I'm interviewing happy hustlers, I like to talk about health in, in terms of like their personal routines. But with you in particular, I want to talk about like a two part health. Um, will you response? Because I think the health benefits of cannabis are often stigmatized and have the, a bunch of myths around yeah. mm -hmm. the product or, you know, the plant mm -hmm. even. Walk us through some of the health benefits first for cannabis and, and some of the, if you have some of the scientific literature behind, you know, what it actually is good for. Yeah, I would, I would encourage everybody to subscribe to Casually Baked, the podcast, because yep. we're talking to, you know, scientists and researchers and, and, and major players in the cannabis space on all the different subjects. So you could have a really well-rounded look at what it's about, but the cannabis for wellness lifestyle is real and I live it. And, you know, for, I'll just take some things that are tangible for people in their, their current lives. So microdosing cannabis is like drinking a glass of wine versus drinking the whole bottle of wine. So I, you know, cannabis for wellness, this for someone who's a typically healthy person, you're not on any medications, you don't have cancer, microdosing cannabis every day is one of the best things that you can do for yourself. I mean, we have an endocannabinoid system. So the phytocannabinoids in cannabis are doppelgangers of the endocannabinoids that are in our body. They, they match the same puzzle pieces. So for inflammation, for pain relief, for um, anxiety, mm. for mood um, stimulation, for appetite stimulation. Our endocannabinoid system handles all of that. Our endocannabinoid system is also in charge of our immune system, which your immune system is everything. Yeah. So, you know, when you are, if you're somebody that doesn't want to get high, like I don't want to be, you know, altered, then take CBD oil every day, mm. you know, incorporating, ingesting cannabis in small forms every single day, you can have little to no psychoactive effect, and it can be a huge bonus in your daily wellness routine. I take a CBD oil and a THC oil um, every day. And it is so well, I'll say this, ladies, as we age, our body stops creating a lot of things. We start producing less hormones. Well, we mm. also stop producing the endocannabinoids the way we did. So, you know, if you're getting worried about your skin and your gray hair and all of these things, CBD is a great supplement. And it's a great foot in the door to understanding the cannabis for wellness lifestyle. Mm. Because once you're comfortable with that, then you can start looking at, okay, I want to replace my afternoon um, cocktail 
with what I call my reefer recap, you know, where you either <laughs> have a smoke a little bit or, you know, hit your vape pen. And like, that's how you unwind, you know, and you're, it's a benefit to your body. You know, people that are on anxiety medication or opioids, mm. there are people that have, were taking upwards of 22 pills a day for all kinds of health reasons and who began ingesting cannabis and began paying attention to the food they were putting in their body um, because that is a huge component as well. Yep. And eventually they're off all of their medication. People that couldn't walk are now walking. And you know there are documentaries that talk about this. This is not just anecdotal evidence anymore. Anybody that has a, an internet connection and you know search bar, then they can find out anything they wanna know about cannabis. Now, granted, there's still so much research to be done, mm -hmm. but it is, I don't, it's not a drug. And I don't like when people call it a drug. Cannabis is a plant. Cannabis is a food. And, you know, and when we think of happy hustling, we're talking about the whole gamut of our lives, not just how we act, yeah. but, you know, what we're putting in our bodies, how much we're sleeping. And cannabis, again, is more your friend when it comes to your sleep habits than alcohol is. And, you know, for me, that's one of the biggest things is to allow yourself the space to experiment because there are three keys to having a positive experience with cannabis, especially someone who's never done it. It's microdosing, mindfulness, and your willingness to experiment. And I told you what microdosing was mindfulness. Like, why am I taking this? What is my intention? Who am I going to be hanging out with? What am I trying to accomplish? And getting your set and setting, your mm. intention, your attention, mm -hmm. all of those things aligned. And then you can choose the right product, the right method of consumption, and make sure you're tailoring your experience to what you want. Yeah. You know, before it was just like, Oh yeah, here, smoke this. And then somebody's like having an anxiety attack because they're yeah. tripping out and they're like, cops. Yeah. <laughs> or, so, or call the ambulance more Yeah, so. right. <laughs> and so it does it. Well, they think somebody called the cops because yeah, they're exactly. paranoid. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's Been like there. <laughs> the modern cannabis culture has created a space for you to have the exact experience you want to have with cannabis. And somebody like me holds your hand through that process. Mm, I love it. And it's, I mean, pot just got legalized here in Montana recreationally yeah, too. And so it is something that is going to continue to become more and more culturally acceptable. And mm -hmm. it's all about using it in moderation, as Joe said, with your setting in mind, with your mindfulness and intention clear, with you know, the dosage proper, where you don't get yourself into a little, you know comb on the couch and you can't move, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. it's like there's different types of, of pot, the sativa, right? I always think stand up sativa and in the couch indica, right? Uh -huh. You know, so you can choose which ones will be best for you in that moment. And I'll just say personally, I really, I don't smoke very frequently. Um, after this podcast, I'm feeling a, a strong inclination to <laughs> take it up more, more commonly, uh, because I know the benefits of when, like when I'm stressed or, or, you know, I got a lot mm -hmm. of work going on or, or relationships or whatever, you know, there's always, um, some type of release that you get when you do, you know, partake. Mm -hmm. Um, but for me, as just a casual, you know, I used to do it as more so like social, yeah, you know, like mm -hmm. a social thing, not as much like a medical prescription, yeah. but I see the value. I I do, however, take CBD regularly and nice. I'm curious, um, do you have any partnerships or products in terms of CBD that you recommend? Um, well, there, I don't have any partnerships, but there is one company that's based in Oregon that I really like. And I um, promote that to um, anyone that asks me. Um, the website is tryplainjane.com. And if they um, use promo code casually baked, all one word, I think that still works and they'd get 20% discount. Right. But what they're doing is they, they source all of their hemp from Oregon farms 
and they cut out all of the big time marketing shit. It is mm. plain packaging. They don't spend a lot of money on that sort of thing so that they can pass savings on to people who use it every day. Mm. Because that's the problem with these multi-level marketing companies that are selling CBD and all this shit. Mm -hmm. It's like you're building somebody's commission into this bottle of yeah. oil in this sale yeah. and i now i can't afford to take it the way i need slash want to take it mm. so that's why i really loved this triplane jane yeah. model because i can feel good about recommending that to somebody because i know it's in their monthly budget and they can create a habit yeah yeah that's a good point i mean because with anything consistency is key with any you know supplement yeah. or nutritional element like you could eat a healthy salad one day but then eat cheeseburgers the rest of the week you're not going to get the nutritional yeah. benefits of the salad oh, totally you know oh yeah uh, i made my parents start taking lion's mane mushrooms yeah because they keep telling me on the when they we talk they can't remember shit, and i'm like well i need you to start taking these lion's mane mushrooms yeah so within like three or four days, my dad's like, they're not working. And I was like, bro, like give yeah. it time. You have to take it every day for a while. This isn't a quick fix. Yeah. Like yeah, this is the rest bullet. of your life. Mm -hmm. Take this. Yeah. So, fun functional mushrooms are great. Another great point. I take functional mushrooms in my coffee every day with Laird's uh, superfood products. I like those a lot, but I've taken, you know, there's a lot of that that can be packed into health. It is just the, the overarching theme here is consistency. Mm -hmm. Now, speaking of, you know, we kind of have the, the health basis of, of cannabis and how it can help people. Do you have any health practices that you use that you could share with the, that, with the happy hustlers? Yes. And I'm glad you asked because <laughs> I think the most important thing we can do is eat for our genes. And I think epigenetics are the most important thing that I have learned about health and wellness over the past three years, because it's not about promoting a keto diet or promoting the intermittent fasting. I went and got the genetic testing done and I'm like, I don't give a shit what everybody else is doing. What's mm -hmm. good for me. Yeah. And I had my endocannabinoid panel run. So I know exactly how cannabis interacts in my body. I know that I metabolize it faster than most people. I know that I have a higher tolerance than most people, which makes a lot of sense to me when I look <laughs> back on my life. And it makes your eyes puffy. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I know exactly how much sleep I need every night. I know the types of foods I should be eating. So what I would recommend to everyone is stop paying attention to what everybody else is doing and find an epigenetic coach. And I used a Puron. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, the, damn, stick that. Yes, yeah. I've had him on our last podcast. Great, great dude. Mm -hmm. I just think it's such a valuable tool because you basically are given the keys to your optimum health and satisfaction, and it's your job. You either do something with it or you don't. Yeah, yeah, good point. I mean, you know, working in a, a high-end biohacking company for three years, I just, I, we would always live by the phrase test, don't guess. And that's what you've done is test mm -hmm. your epigenetics. And, you know, I, I think regular blood work is essential too in terms of health, like for- Hair tests. Yeah, you could do a, a hair tissue mineral analysis test. I know Tria Life has a good one that we used to use with clients. I mean, I have a whole list of tests that we would use mm -hmm. to just quantify what is truly happening on mm -hmm. the inside and then make recommendations based on the data because a lot of people are just taking whatever the media sells them you know yeah. and they're just oh yeah. that's or they see sure. their yeah their good looking best friend they're like dang what are you doing maybe i need to yeah. do that yeah yeah exactly <laughs> but the other thing too though is that i reserve the first two hours of my morning for me mm. and i get up really early so that i can accomplish that and so it is, um, what time, what time you get up? I'm curious. Well, the alarm, the alarm was going off at four 50, but after the oh. time change, oh. Oh. yeah, <laughs> now Good I get up, at, yeah, I get up at five 15 <sighs> and, um, you know, I try not to schedule any meetings before seven 30 and, you know, working with people on the East coast that my banks on the East coast, some of my mm -hmm. colleagues are on the East coast. So you have to be prepared to have a, yeah. meeting at 7 30 so you need to have the sleep out of your eyes and if 
meditated and had breakfast, had your coffee, you know, try to do a little Qigong, a little movement in the yeah. morning, get my energy flowing. Um, but the very first thing I do when I wake up in the morning is I listen to Abraham's morning rampage. Hmm. Do you have a link to that? Where could people? I will. Uh, yeah, I'll yeah. send it to you. I'll send we'll it. We'll put to that you. in the show notes. I'm I'm curious. Yeah. So it's like um, between ten and fifteen minutes, and the very first thing I hear is, you know, Esther Hicks saying, "It's a good morning. It's a mm. really, really good day. It's a good day. You're you know, and just having this, just absorbing this information first thing in the morning, and then." Yeah. I have my own little mantras that I say to myself before I get out of bed. Nice. Yeah. And um, so I may not get out of bed until 545, but, you know, I've spent 30 minutes having conversations with my higher self and, um, and setting my intentions for the day. Yeah. Love that. I think you win the day in the morning and, yeah. you know, personally, I'll tell you, I'm not a hero in the morning. I'm, I'm a more of a 630 type of guy. But uh, I, I I used to you know back in my prime f five o'clock club was I, I was a regular participant but yeah I'm perfectly happy hustling at six thirty now well you know, and you also have a partner yeah. you know when yeah. you when you have the house to yourself you're not having to keep in mind or perspective anybody else's wants or needs you can just be selfish and do exactly what you want so yeah my situation's a little bit different true true I like snuggling. So, you know, I do too. I just don't have anybody to snuggle with. <laughs> Guys, is there any happy hustlers out there who want to be casually baked with Joe? Come on. Yeah, now. Who wants to snuggle? <laughs> right. You might get a boyfriend out the deal. I don't know. Um, well, I have to pay you for that. Yeah. 10% <laughs> every dinner bill. Anyway, let's get into some spirituality. You met, you mentioned it and, I, and I'd like to talk about it. And you know, the, the podcast episodes that I do just, bridge the topic and and for you it's a lot easier because we're we're very open and some may even say woo woo um however i think spirituality is essential you have to have belief in a higher power in some regard as you know we live this this human existence we are spiritual beings uh what are some of your tangible like you know practices around spirituality i call them happy hustle hacks but what what are those things that you, you know, do on the regular and that maybe the happy hustlers could learn from? Mm -hmm. um, you know, when I was mentioning the mantras that I do in the morning, that is my part of my spiritual practice. And, um, you know, it's I am loving awareness and mm. I am in vibrational alignment with truth. Mm. I know who I am in truth. I know what I am in truth. And I know how I serve in truth. I am here, I am here, I am here, and I am free. This mm. is every morning, and this is every time I'm finding myself in a situation where I feel uncomfortable, where I feel nervous. I mean, I live in downtown Oakland. Sometimes I might be walking home a little later than I should be or something. And mm -hmm. to be able to know that I there is some sort of foundational, higher connection that I, I feel safe all the time. I can just say, I am safe. I am safe. I am safe. And I know I am safe. Mm. And somebody that isn't spiritual, they're like, you are a little girl to be walking around thinking that's going to keep you safe. You need a gun. Yeah. And, you know, it's just like I, I believe deeply in the godliness that is in all of us. Mm -hmm. And that if I run into a situation, I feel that I have the power inside of me to handle it in a way that is that is graceful and that is loving and that is kind. And I just nobody can convince me that if I am not extending grace, love and kindness, that good things aren't going to happen. Mm. You know, it's just it is. It yep. is. Yeah. For sure. I mean, you have to, you know, be responsible for your own self-talk. And I think when you can, at a subconscious level, tell yourself the truth and, and also repeat it in a way that manifests, you know, then you start to 
live in an enlightened state like and 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 just trust trust the universe trust in karma and uh you know and ask for help yeah you know I, i'm not much of a you know bow my head and pray kind of a person mm-hmm. but i absolutely am a okay i'm yeah. not really sure what to do from here so i'm asking for help yeah i'm listening yeah you know and and then really get still. I think that's where, you know, my cannabis infused meditation is my most important meeting of the day. Mm. And I think, you know, the, it's microdosing cannabis. If you smoke too much, you might have trouble meditating. <laughs> yeah. Right. But, you know, just h- asking those questions, you know, allowing myself to ask for help because I, I think a lot of people who are the types of people we are, mm-hmm. it's difficult to ask for help. Mm, and so mm-hmm. you end up shouldering a lot of burden. And if you do find that place of fluidity in your spirituality where you can just have an open dialogue with, you know, God or universe or whatever you call it, um, and then just get still, get still mm-hmm. and, and wait for the download. Just be open to the download. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of times it's uh, all of a sudden you feel like you have a great idea. Or, you know, all of a sudden something really clicks. And to me, that's, that's universe answering my question. Yeah, love it. And that's exactly my fiance, Steph. She always is recommending I connect with my spirit guides and my angels. Why don't you just, you know, ask for help, (laughs) ask for guidance. And it's so true. Once you ask and, you know, allow for that space you'll receive guidance. Mm -hmm. I mean, so that that's great. Um, In terms of, I'm going to do a hard U-turn here. Okay. In in terms of like entrepreneurship, Mm -hmm. do you have a happy hustle hack? I know you've built companies. I know you've probably made mistakes in the past. Do you have a happy hustle hack for entrepreneurship that you could share with, you know, the happy hustlers out there? Um, I think for me, what it mostly has been is, just telling people, saying it, putting it out there, and then yeah. like kind of putting myself on a spot to get it done. Yeah, <laughs> um, I think that's that's one good one because yeah. you know I'm 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 a doer. I and I don't want people to be like, oh yeah, she just talks about shit. She doesn't do shit. And so that's one of them. Mm. Um, and the other one is to find when you don't have money. Find strategic alliances, find strategic partnerships. You need help with marketing, but you're great at logistics or accounting or something. Find someone that vibes in your space that you can do trade with. Yeah. You know, because I've been bootstrapping for a really long time and I've gotten really creative and I've, you know, traded um, coaching sessions with people who helped Mm -hmm. me do things or, um, just being a kind, easy person to work with will get you a nice friends and family discount. Yeah. You know, and I just, one of the biggest things is be somebody that you want to hang out with. Yeah. That's yeah. Do you, do you pass the beer test? I always would say yeah. in business, like, do I, I actually, would I want to get a beer with you? If not, I'm not going to work with you in any long-term capacity. <laughs> so yeah, yeah but those true. are, those are great. Those are great advice. I mean, like strategic alliances and partnerships, you can get so far by just aligning yourself yes. with the right people. So great points there. Joe, we're going to take a quick minute to thank this show's sponsor, and then we're going to get back with the rapid fire round. All right. All right, Joe, we're back with the rapid fire round. And this is basically where I just ask you random questions and you answer honestly, first thing that comes to mind. Are you ready? All right, I think so. All right, favorite movie, go. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Nice, favorite food? Pasta Bolognese. Favorite book? Um, The Book of Love and Creation, a channeled text by Paul Selig. Ooh, what is your spirit animal? A dragon. Ah, Best business advice? Um, do what you love. Make work play. Mm. If you could have one superpower, Joe, what would it be? Teleportation. Favorite cannabis product? Ooh. 
I like a nice live resin concentrate. For those of us who have no clue what that is, what, what it's so um, live resin. So the flower, as soon as it's picked from the farm, it's flash frozen. Oh. So all of the terpenes and cannabinoids and all the good stuff is preserved. So when you get it, it is fresh and it tastes amazing. Oh, wow. All right. All right. One word you wish to be synonymous with your name for the rest of your life. Courageous. Mm. Three things you're most grateful for. Um, my friends and family, my um, love for change, and that cannabis is my co-pilot. Oh, great. Love it, Joe. Joe, before we ask the final question, I just want to acknowledge you for sharing your love, your light, your wisdom with the happy hustlers. This has been a, a really entertaining and highly <laughs> informative, highly pun intended, informative episode on the happiest podcast. Now, where can people go to find out more about you to learn about um, you know, what you are, are up to with casually baked and, and listen to the podcast. Give us some links. Yes. I tried to keep it easy. So I am at casually baked on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, you can subscribe to the casually baked YouTube channel and I am casually baked.com. You can, um, find me there and book a cannabis lifestyle session. You can purchase the um, cannabis class kit. You can sign up for the free Cannabis 101 um, video series. And you can also submit your can of curious questions, which Ooh. we answer each week on Casually Baked the Podcast, which you can find anywhere you listen to The Happy Hustle. Awesome. <laughs> Podcast, can of questions, Casually Baked. This has been just a one-liner's dream. I hope you trademark all of those. Well, Casually uh, Baked is the only one currently trademarked. Oh, man. Uh, maybe I shouldn't have told everybody you that. You better jump on those. Yeah, there's some, <laughs> some trademark thieves out there. That's right. I am in the business of can of confidence. Oh. Just throw one more out there. No, no. <laughs> Joe, this has been great. Final question. What does happy hustling mean to you? Oh, Happy hustling to me is living life in the flow and getting paid to be yourself. Mm. Mic drop. This has been great, Joe. Thanks again. Thank you guys yeah. for watching and listening. We're yes, out. Bye. Thank you. Peace and love. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Happy Hustle Podcast. I truly am so grateful that you took the time out of your busy day to spend time with me. Now, if you got any value from this episode or any episodes in the past, it would mean the world to me if you could please leave a five-star review and share this episode with your friends so we can continue to spread this message. Guys, as always, it's been a blast. Now go out there and happy hustle for your dream reality. Yeet!